Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. In a little while, but I want to welcome my next guest into studio because Pat Fitzpatrick is sitting right the way across the desk from me and I actually don't know where we're going to t- start, Pat. There's so much to talk about between Reggie and between books and between <laughs> touring and actually starting a campaign to run for the Oris. I mean, when I read the title of the show first, Reggie for President, I thought, mm. oh, this will be a great crack. But actually, I suppose the real question is, Pat, why not? Yeah, well, I mean, it could, this could end up as a dust in the turkey um, <laughs> situation. So, yeah, the background is the, the character Reggie, obviously, the Black Rock Road. But it struck me that, like, he would do it. <laughs> he wouldn't see, and he wouldn't see why he shouldn't do it. Um, and it's the next step because he's achieved, in his views, everything else except political power. And and there is a tendency, obviously, for, as we know, for billionaire businessmen to run for president and get elected uh, in other jurisdictions. So he, I, you know, and I thought... Like the idea for Reggie is Reggie's been very much in the city up to now. Like when I've played the live shows, um, the two shows we did in the Everyman, they've been city shows, and they're they're kind of big production ways. You can't really bring them anywhere. So I said it'd be great to do just a show you could put in the back of a car and go. And as Reggie would say, tour the ordinary towns, the forgotten towns of Ireland, <laughs> um, and to kind of get in touch with ordinary people because, of course, he you know in his circles in the Black Rock Road, he's never met an, well maybe his gardener, but you know he wouldn't have any contact with ordinary people. So the idea is tour, um, and I wanted to do it anyway to kind of more intimate, smaller venues um, and bring it out around the place. So it's perfect. And I, oh, it's only when I started to look, I realised what brilliant venues. There are, yeah, and yeah. and how they're great, you know. So, and to the reason this show, and you sound kind of surprised at that. No, that's kind of a real Reggie no, but reaction. That's a Reggie. That's that's Reggie's <laughs> notion that that like you know how could there be anywhere other than the Everyman in the Opera House? Yeah, yeah. But and the reason it was actually Con in the in Glen Theatre in Bantier said to me to go on to to give Emery a shout because there's you know all the people who go to Glen Theatre. I hope you're all listening. And if you are, I'll see you Saturday night, uh, November fourth, Glen Theatre. Con, contact Con for the tickets. Um, that you know, that, that, that there's loads of these kind of places around the place. I, I, I opened the show in Sea Church in Ballycotton, which is near where I live, and I just loved it. I loved the smaller show where you could see the people in the back row, and you could kind of draw everyone in. Like the everyone was great. I, it was you know it was the first time I was really on stage, 
So to do the Everyman was kind of crazy. But. To do the Everyman was, was I suppose, um, a big, bold, brave move. Yes, it was. And then you decided not only were you going to be big, bold and brave, but you were going to do it in Speedos, which yeah. was even bigger, bolder and braver. Uh, more brazen, maybe, I think. Than well, I have nothing to lose at that stage. <laughs> yeah, true, <laughs> you know, true, true. I think if you, the funny thing about you is when you're in Speedos, um, <laughs> and I, I, again, I know this sounds like, you know, everyone should use this maxim in life, but you have very little dignity to lose uh-huh. once you're up in your Speedos. <laughs> so that kind of put me at ease. Um, Speedos on a chaise long, though, you know, it was a great marriage of of images. And I suppose, really, when I would have first come across the Reggie character was in the lockdown when you started doing, you know, little videos. And I used used to wait for the next one to come out because we would just be crying, laughing. And I know that during lockdowns, people kind of sent those, they saved those, and they sent them all over the world, didn't they? Like, so many of them went viral. And it really tapped into not just a, a kind of a... Cork connection that we love having, taking the Mickey out of ourselves and out of each other, um, but it really sort of um, tapped into that that connection that Cork people have, no matter where we are. Well, I think WhatsApp is was the key, not like in terms of social media. Yeah, WhatsApp and particularly even like GA. One of the key things I always think with, with Reggie's growth, which was really just started from a couple mm-hmm. of videos, was um, GA WhatsApp groups, which were dead during COVID because not, there was no training to organise or stuff like that and all they were doing is and I know people that say one or two people and not just GA now but any of these kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. social WhatsApp groups it could be a drama society or whatever um, and people said all, all, it was, all it was getting shared there was the latest COVID figures and it was really miserable and it was, there was a kind of a negativity or there was a kind of an anxiety and suddenly this, people are looking for something to and I know it was other people you know Bernard oh, Casey no, and people like laugh. that were you know it was great to see them all coming through that yeah. kind of stuff that's what people wanted. Yeah. Uh, and then I kind of realised people kind of want it every Friday. You know, you kind of have to do it regularly. Um, but at that stage, it was just doing, you know, there was no real logic to it, where it was going to go next. It was just keep doing another one, keep doing another one. Until you've, and I think I probably have done all the Black Rock Road person saying horrible things about Northsiders. Uh, and people from Cantork and stuff like that. <laughs> Hello, Cantork, by the way. It's uh, Saturday yeah, night. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, I have a couple of more things that I've kept back to say to you. But, uh, no, I, you know, that, um, and that was it. Just keep it going regularly. And it was um, Pat Kiernan from Corkadurka. Yeah, I'm sure you're the director contacted me because I, I know Pat from, from school and he was saying, you know, you should, you should do something with it on stage. So then the everyman came to me and said, look, would you like to do something? And, and said, who would you like to direct it? Said, well, I know one director, <laughs> Pat. So I'll use him. Yeah, and I was lucky, really, because Pat knew, Pat got it, and knew yeah. how to turn it into... Well, to have a devilish sense of humour, yeah. but also to make it work on a number of different uh, levels where you could play with the audience, but without them kind of taking over, you know, the show. You were completely in control the whole time. Yeah, and that's the main thing that he taught me, actually, is that uh, the phrase used kept using was collapsing so he said like you know if you bring someone up on stage you need to know what you're going to start with what the middle is and the end yeah. is otherwise it'll just become faffing around and you'll just be ushering them off the stage and it'll collapse mm. um and that was the benefit of learning that improv is great as long as it's scripted you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um and that was the that was the key there uh, and but- we worked at that hard at that like Reggie grew and and took off and that's fantastic and I know so many people around the world as well kind of come to you for birthday messages from Reggie or anniversary messages Constant from Reggie. Contact details on the website Anne-Marie, reggieblackrockroad.com if you want a birthday greeting. Yeah, and Get all of those. To be honest, that's how we started monetizing it that Christmas was because people weren't see- seeing each other. That was yeah. Christmas night 2020 
and I just did loads of loads of birthday messages. Yeah, uh, fair all play. declared to the revenue. Can I just stress that as well? Because <laughs> I know they're listening. Um, so, so, but you know, that was yeah. the. Now they've died off a bit. Seeing some of the people have to go meet their families again for Christmas, which is a disaster. So that's the best thing about COVID. You didn't have to. Well, it's great. Like to say, sorry, I can't get you, I but know. I got you a message from Angie. Yeah, it's a really great yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> video message. Happy but Christmas. The thing is, as well, though, besides all of that, where I would have known you first is not through this character. It was through your your proper name, Pat Fitzpatrick, author, because I have given your books as gifts to so many people down oh, through you. the years. <laughs> like, they are fantastic collections. And, you know, I'm really uh, excited to meet somebody who has the patience, the curiosity, I guess, and, and the crack and the sense of glee at diving into history and nuggets of information and putting your own twist on, on things. So the latest book is called what? Reggie's Guide to Social Climbing. Okay. Um, so for those, that's, that was the second Everyman show. Um, kind of give hashtag giving back as he calls it hashtag tax efficient. Although I haven't got the artist exemption yet, but I'm working on that. Um, so it's basically it's basically that was the second live show. So it's it's as he's put it himself, it's it's a 24 step guide to climbing the social ladder, which I think is very generous because like the alcoholics only give you 12 steps, <laughs> right? So it's very generous, uh, double the value. Um, and you know, easy to read, and again, it's crack. It is. It's it's a boat. Oh, they're the and best. And it's the one. ideal person, ideal Christmas present. Can I suggest to give to somebody whose notions, um, and who's doing it all wrong? Which really is anyone who isn't from the Black Rock Road. I obviously. think so. I think uh, it's a kind of a fairly wide net now. To be fair, I think about. you know. I mean, hot tubs would be probably mobile saunas. All these things that the kind of the the material of social climbing. So there's all that kind of stuff is in there. And again, it is. It's 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 a laugh book. That's so this one, but we'll say previous books that you would have done, like uh, 101 Reasons Why Cork, Cork is, is Better Than Dublin yeah, and yeah. everywhere else, and all that kind of crack. Like, how long does it take you to put those together? How like much um, do you sink yourself into the library, or do you go researching online? No, or? no, no. Like you, uh, like any of these things, because my background is well, my background is IT, but then I was a journalist, and you know, writing. 3,000 more pieces, so 3,000 more pieces, what am I writing about, what's the beginning, middle and end? And it's the same process then for a 20,000 word, well this was, I say, a 30,000 word book, you know, what's the, what's, get the structure down first, um, have some idea what you're writing tomorrow, which I think is a good thing, and then just sit down and do it, I've got to do this bit, this bit, and there's nothing like a deadline, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and so I suppose something like that, you know, 30,000 words, you're talking maybe three or four months I'm always amazed as you look at novelists who write 120,000 word novels and you're into two or three years. Um, and I've had, I've had, I've, I've had a failed self-published novel. Um, and I, I'm you know, in awe of people who, who write novels because good novels, because they're, they're hard to write and they're hard to sustain over, over it's that. It's probably still there in you, to be fair, Pat. I don't know if I'd have that. Like, to bluntly, there's no money in books or it does it. It's a huge punt, say, compared to doing live stuff. Where at least you know if I can go and get people to come to this place and this place, like for instance the Glen Theatre and here next Saturday, or Connolly's in Lep on November twenty fifth, or a date to be announced for Monkstown. I haven't announced that yet in Cork, um, which is Passage West with Volvos, as everybody knows. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. So, but yeah. um, the, a book is tr- a book is tricky. Mm. A book is mm. tricky. It's a punt. You'd want you'd want to love it, really love it. You'd want to be doing it for the love of it. And then if the money comes along, great. But for the amount of time you have to put into it, and if you have a mortgage and someone else is paying the bills in your house, you want to be pretty... It's kind of a luxury to... It it, it is. And it's lovely. It's lovely in one way writing because, you know, there's freedom in it. You can sit down as long as, before it gets to an editor particularly, that that bit where you're just bashing it out. But 
like the process of actually editing it four or five times over and over, and it needs it. And that's the only thing I would say to anybody who thinks about writing. The process is the editing. The, the, the good stuff comes from the editing, not the not the first bit it of is true. flow of inspiration. It's the bits you take out, not the bits you put in. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back after the break, we'll be telling people how they can win your copy of Reggie's Guide to Social Climbing. We're yeah. going to remind them of a couple of the tour dates. And I also want to talk to you about TV. Back after these. The Arts House. And you are very welcome back to the show. Now, we are talking to Pat Fitzpatrick, who is the author of so many books, I couldn't possibly go listing them all out now, but they are just fantastic. And the latest book is Reggie's Guide to Social Climbing. You're very welcome into studio this morning. Yeah. Um, do people go walking around to you and come up to you in the street rather, Pat, and call you Reggie and talk to you yeah. like you're Reggie? And well, they would, yeah. Or they'd been. And the one thing I would say actually is how nice people have. Like, I've had never, I don't think ever once have I had somebody in person. You get the odd yeah. little bit on social media, but that's social media. Never, you know, people have been so nice. Um, and and I, I suppose I've tried to keep Reggie as nice as possible. Like, he know, is. Keep he says the most horrifically insulting things, but you just love him. Well, I think you kind of take the nastiness. I, 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 you know, a lot of it started out saying things about Northsiders, and I got wary of it eventually because there's a thin line between you know the Northside Southside thing, or actually just kind of you know having a kind of a go at people who have less privilege in society, and that's that. If you keep doing that, and I could see some people in social media were warming, wanted more of that, and I think that's nasty, and I think. That's what puts people off. Um, you know, I think I always wanted them to general appeal. So, I mean, it's the North Side people think it's brilliant. You know, that's right, so they're glad of the attention. But, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, you know, but you, there's that thin line there, right, when you're doing something like that. Um, I'm not a believer that a comedian should be allowed to say whatever they want about anybody. I, I don't buy that. I think if it's nasty, it's nasty. Um so yeah, you kind of have to keep it. You have to keep it on the on the so right side. You've put thought into it. Reggie obviously has put thought into it. Your new book is called Reggie's Guide to Social Climbing, and you yeah. basically are saying, "Don't be bothering now with the questions." First person to text in to say they would like a copy S- of the book. Yeah, Sunday morning now with the jazz. You don't want to be taxing people. <laughs> There's a lot of people who've been up since till three o'clock in the morning singing "Living Next Door to Alice," which is of course the classic Cork Jazz Festival type of <laughs> night out. Uh, I always maintain it's like puck fair with trombones. Um, so, yeah, we won't be taxing people, I think, on a Sunday morning. Now, what's the first right person then. to phone in? We've got a free copy coming from the publishers for name and address. Of the okay, 0833-969696. Just text books, please. And we will get you, um, yeah, the first person to do it. Uh, we'll, we'll get it. Um, just to remind people again, the Glen Theatre in Bantier is the first or uh, next concert the next date, one, the yeah. next gig date, next Saturday. That's Saturday, yeah. All the uh, RegieBlackRockRoad.com is a, a website now, and all, all the tour dates are on there, but there's another one, which uh, there's another one then in the end of November in Connolly's in Lep. I haven't announced it yet, the date, but for people in the Monkstown Passage West. To keep an eye on the area, website. Keep an eye. And then next year, I'm going to Dublin, I'm going to Kerry. I'm going to Khmer, going to Dublin, um, and the Everyman is coming in April again. Um, two, two gigs in the Everyman in April. And is there a better Christmas present to give someone? There isn't really, to be socks fair. <laughs> Do mind socks now or, you know, gloves or stuff? People hate them. Give them two tickets to Reggie in the, in the Everyman. So they're, they're all coming. And more stuff, because I, you know, it's, it's, um, I don't know if you've experienced it, but there seems to be a growth in demand for live stuff. Hugely, um, and it's mm. it's oh no 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 it's fantastic because I know like last year uh, everything was opening back up again but it was hard for people you know people were 
habits had been broken like mm. that's you know one of the the factors that was involved in it for sure as well as people kind of just being wary about being big back in big crowds yeah it's there's a real hunger and thirst for it right now yeah. which is which is fantastic um but right when all that kicked off of course i was sitting home um uh, for months and months and months in the chair sick not able to go out and so the television was kind of a lifeline for me yeah. and i grew to really look forward to your appearances on with maura and dahi in the afternoon because um i always knew that the three of you just would have a great chat bit of banter bit yeah. of crack and you'd always come out with something unexpected or quirky or different and i uh, you know, I guess that has brought you kind of a national platform as well that people are familiar yeah, with. Yeah, a lot of people would kind of would recognise. Um, I've been on as much now since I kind of got bumped from Marty Morrissey. I mean, imagine the indignity <laughs> of that. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Jesus, no, no, I, I'm back in. Uh, I mean, next week actually. I love them. I love going in there, and you know, I think with that show, they it, they make it look so easy, but they've created. So, saying to you earlier, like it doesn't feel a whole lot different when you're talking to them in the dressing room compared to talking to them out on the set you know it is obviously to be a bit more careful about what you say but um, you know it's convivial and there's room for saying something daft as well uh, no, it's really that show and that show also I think you know during Covid was one of those things that gave people a kind of a fulcrum to the day when there weren't many fulcrums it did fulcra. oh god no, that, that's that's a fact and yeah. I know I definitely appreciated once everyone else was out living their lives and I was kind of stuck in the chair uh, twiddling my thumbs uh, it was great because they also have a fantastic uh, kind of revolving door of people involved in the arts and entertainment yeah. and it was you know a lovely yeah. snapshot of what's happening around the place uh, all the time and they're very deliberate about that like they're very supportive of and you can know that from you just seeing the people when you're waiting in the, you know waiting to go on and there you've various people coming in um, you know, Phil Coulter was in there the last time I was in there, that kind of stuff. So there's a constant flow and they're promoting people of all. So I must actually say to them, when they promote Reggie? But, uh, no, they've been very <laughs> they good for Reggie. To. They have, they have done. No, they have. So no, no, it's great. It's great. I the love Glen Theatre in Bantier next Saturday is where people will, will catch Reggie uh, on his national tour. I presume this tour will be national, you know, before long, if you're having a presidential campaign. Well, yeah, that's the whole point. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, if it's going to carry, it's national, uh-huh. you know. <laughs> Supernatural. <laughs> Dodgy is yeah, uh, basically yeah. well done to Helena Farrell and Ballin Colleague. She was the first person to text in for that. So well done to you, Helena. I'll be on to you and get all your and details. If she's out in Ballin Colleague, she might get someone to read it. Reggie's Guide to Social Climbing is the book we'll be sending on uh, to you, Helena, and that is Pat's brand new book out for Christmas, which is already, I mean, like, you might as well be doing it all now. Uh, yeah. This is the harvest time for publishing and all that kind of thing, sure isn't is. it, really? Yeah. It, for sure. sure is, yeah. uh, so it's been lovely meeting you face to face properly. So, now, so thanks for coming it's in. Great. It's a lovely way to spend a Sunday morning. Uh, well, especially <laughs> that you, I'm grateful you kept your clothes on, um, which was. It's, which was it's radio, though, like. <laughs> <laughs> you could just tell them if you want. A treat. A treat, a treat. Okay, Connor, I want to throw uh, the mic over to you just for a second to double check some of the other events that are still taking place this weekend slash week. Okay, right. One of the questions that was in front, put in front of me this morning, and Reggie, you might answer it, is when is it ever safe to tell a lie without consequences? So this is the uh, preamble to a show called Betwixt and Between. It's a comedy that's presented by the Inkwell Theatre, directed by Valda Rumley, and runs on Friday, Saturday and Sunday. That's the 3rd to the 5th in the Tracton Arts Centre and Community Theatre in Manan Bridge. Just go to tracton.org and you can get your tickets there as well. By the way, on Wednesday, 
that's the first of the month, November, Holly Hill Library. At one o'clock, there's a lunchtime concert with the Reflections. We'll be playing hits from the 50s, the 60s and more. Look, this is presented in association with Club Kyol and Music Generation Cork City. So it's free. That's one o'clock in Holly Hill Library on Hi Wednesday. Hi to John Hartigan, actually. He's yeah. one of the guitarists with that gang there brilliant, in the brilliant. Reflections. I know they'll have a great, great time. Yeah, good gig. Another good gig would be Fiona Kennedy today between one and three in the Clayton Hotel with the full band. That's in the city. Or get down to the Metropolitan Hotel to the Festival Club this evening and just wind down after the the weekend that's been in it. And on Monday, the lunchtime gig with Fiona, all in action with the lads and the full band is at one o'clock to three o'clock outside in the Marina Market Cork. And I'm saying outside, that's a big space. Okay. <laughs> it's a big space. Don't forget the Dragon of Shandon. That starts on Tuesday night um, at 7 o'clock. The junction of Church Street and Shandon Street is where they're going to kick it all off. And I know they're going to be welcoming huge crowds in for that, but it will be so atmospheric. Mairead is in the hot seat next week. We're taking a small sauce. Thanks to her for hopping in with Wayne again next Sunday. Thanks to you for joining us today for the Jazz Show. Thanks to Pat Fitzpatrick for coming in. And best of luck to him in the Glen Theatre in Bantier next Saturday. And don't forget, Leisha Leahy's on at five o'clock in the Granary. Catcher, there's still a few tickets left, okay? Talk to you soon.